Okay, okay. I remember times when it didn't used to feel like this. Stare myself like who that is. Every time in the mirror, just I hope I don't forget we was way too cool. For you to up that Tim on a gram, you add it again. You're too exact with the P. Made it this far, there's nothing to lose. I ain't liquor that's falling through the air. I'm patient, you don't gotta worry about me. I'll be waiting right here. Welcome back. Beards Watch Podcast, episode 242. Charlotte's number one podcast recorded in the basement. Still zooming. We've got Duvall, we got G's, we got Cam. We've got a first-time guest coming up. We'll intro here in a second. But first off, Duvall, man, how you doing? Hey, man, I'm doing pretty good, man. I can't complain. It's, it's finally springtime. I hope that the, uh, the weather kind of just stays the same, the way it's looking. It's going to be nice, so... Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. If you're looking for me, Rod vs. Duvall on Twitter, just Duvall on Instagram. And is your bracket officially busted? Oh, man, it was busted, like, after day one. I was, man, yeah. I'm only hoping for Gonzaga because I think I had Gonzaga to win it. But out of, like, the, what, 100 people that we have in our bracket, I'm, like, the lowest quarter. <laughs> so it's like I really don't have a shot. So, you know, I think this year has probably been the one that's been, like, the worst just because you really did. I didn't really watch a lot of college basketball, and then I didn't really know who was good, who wasn't good, and I just threw names down, and I was like, I know this team. I haven't seen this team, but I'm going to go with this team and see what happens. <laughs> All right. Jeebs, got the Tracy McGrady and the Jason Kidd up behind you. How you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. Just working. Um, but if you're looking for me, it's Jeebs1988 on Twitter and Instagram. And yes, my bracket is busted, just like Duval. It was busted on the first day, first or second day. And I haven't peaked at either league that I'm in. Well, well I'll say this, Jeeves. You still got a, 140 points total possible. So you're still hanging in there. You're, you're tied for 41st in hours. I think I'm in like 45th or something. And Duval, I'm not sure where you are. I'll have to have Jeeves do the scanning here. It's irrelevant. I'm way down. <laughs> so, all right. And then you hadn't seen him in a while. I think he was on a couple couple months ago for this, some of these Zoom pandemic pods. Cam, the last one here, the youngest one here, the guy who keeps talking about playing Birio Kart but doesn't show up when it's game time. <laughs> we had a lot, a lot of smoke to be talking but the not smoke. a lot of action behind it. Cam, how you doing, man? First of all, what a – Address these egregious allegations about me and Burial Carter. <laughs> I've been in the gym, all right? I've been practicing both the Burial and Mario Kart versions, so I'm ready for I'm ready. But I've been good. Um, again, my bracket completely busted. I don't know where I'm at in the rankings right now, but last time I checked, I was like maybe 40. So I'm like right there grouped with you guys. Uh, if you want to find me, you can find me at All Out of Favors, both on Twitter and on Instagram. Yeah, I just looked. Duvall, you are... 53rd. 53rd. And Cam, I think you're in the 40s. Yeah. Only three... I'll, I'll say this. The first year, only three people out of the 72 didn't fill out a bracket, so I think that's pretty pretty solid. Usually we have like seven to eight that don't, so... All right. For me, Gerald Nation on Twitter and Instagram, the Beards Watch Podcast on Facebook, and you can find our, our podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher at the Beards Watch Podcast. And of course, as we were talking about our Beerio carts, go follow our YouTube. They see me rolling. We've got a ton more Beerio carts from a couple Saturdays ago, and then last Friday we had some more. So, a ton of those. Subscribe to that. Our uh, brewer reviews and our reaction videos. It doesn't look like the Panthers will be trading for Deshaun Watson. Now that all these allegations have came out, we can touch a little bit on that. It seems a little funky. And then, so we'll, we'll definitely do our, our draft party reaction video as well. And then if the Hornets make the playoffs, we can also talk about LaMelo breaking that wrist. That's a big if now. But, you know, we'll do those as well. So, But before we get into that, our guest tonight is actually through Cam. That's why he's here as well. Introduce us on Twitter, both Panther Hornets fans. So why not have the guy on to shoot the breeze with us all? West man, how you doing? 
Oh, man, I'm good. Uh, for everybody asking my name on Twitter, West Ed the Great. Uh, like they said, Panthers fan, Hornets fan, Tar Heels fan, love all of it. My bracket shot probably <laughs> the first game of the tournament. <laughs> it, yeah, it's awful. Tried to keep up with college basketball as much as I could this year. But like Duval said, there's just a lot going on with the pandemic and everything. So, yeah, uh, this, this might be my worst bracket I've ever made. <laughs> fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. But, you know, that. that's just the way it goes. So, give us a little background. First on, how did you and Cam meet? Uh, so, actually, we met through Spencer. Uh, I went to USCG with uh, a dude named Spencer in 2011. Okay. 2011, 2010, 2011. And uh, I met a dude named Spencer my first like week there. And uh, I actually met Cam on Twitter through Spencer. Okay. So that's yes, how sir. We Yes, sir. So just a yeah, full... got a lot of comment on Twitter, so yeah, he, that's basically one of my partners now at this point in life. Okay, <laughs> okay. Sure. So I've noticed you've talked you've talked about military, going to deployment. We kind of talked about it a little bit before even we started recording. So give us, you're at UNCG, then give us kind of life, the quick and dirty life update of how you got where you are now. Yeah, man, look, I ain't gonna hold y'all. It's like a really sappy sounding love story, so y'all please don't judge me and laugh at me, dog. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to hear it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't lead right. up with that and then not tell it. Oh, boy. All right, so uh, in high school, I actually met my wife, now, and uh, we were really cool on and off for a little while I was in high school. Uh, 2011, I graduated, went to UNCG for a year. I dropped out of UNCG because I was just terrible at school. And uh, I moved back home with my mom and I was working two jobs. And me and, like I said, my wife at the time now were dating. We had a really bad breakup. I hated everything about my hometown. So I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to join the military and get away from here. Okay. I ended up getting drunk at some party, met a recruiter for the Navy. <laughs> he ended up talking me into joining the Navy. So the next morning, I'm in his office at like 8 a.m., signing my life away. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, bro. It was eight a.m. and I was in his office, hungover, signing all these papers. Had no clue what I was doing. Uh, Ended up leaving for boot camp, like probably a month and a half later. Uh, Left for boot camp. As soon as I went, finished with boot camp, went straight on a nine-month deployment to Bahrain, Dubai, all them crazy places over there. Came back. Me and my wife started talking again. Uh, fast forward like two years, we ended up getting married. Now we got two kids. We've been married for five, five years now. <laughs> five years now. Hey, wait, uh, uh, yeah, take the over on that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's standing, she's standing right in front of me. I ain't about to get cussed out. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. We've been married five years now. We got a little girl, a little boy. Uh, we just recently bought a house. That's why I was talking to Cam about actually over there on Twitter. Whenever we move up there, I want to have like a house warming, have all my Twitter homies come up there so we can all meet for the first time. <laughs> for sure. Like a gotta have yeah, gotta have it. Yeah, man, that's pretty much my life in a nutshell. My whole life for Navy career was based off of trying to get away from the woman I ended up marrying five years later. So, yeah, that's a pretty wild story. That's pretty funny. Y'all need to write a book. <laughs> yeah, this is nuts, bro. So, what did you end up doing in the military? Like, you were in the Navy, but what specifically did you do? So, I'm still in now, man. Okay. I, I do logistics. So, like, we pretty much handle the financial stuff for wherever we're at. So, like, when I was in Virginia, I was on the, I was on the aircraft carrier. And so, I worked in logistics. I just handled all the financials for the aircraft carrier. And now I'm back here in Jacksonville, Florida, and pretty much I handle, like, the financials and the, the parts, all the parts that the planes need whenever they fly. But that's pretty much what I did. Nice. Yeah, my dad actually was in the military and did the similar stuff. He was on the, on the aircraft carrier. And then I was born in Virginia, right there at Virginia Beach in that hospital. Oh, man. So we lived yeah. there for a little bit and then ended up in Charlotte right around the time I was in kindergarten. So I know a little bit of your lingo. You're speaking of aircraft carriers and the deployments and all that good stuff. Yeah. So. All right, so you're still in it. So you're, you said you, you're living in Virginia now or are you still in Jacksonville, Florida, moving up to Virginia soon? Yeah, so I'm in Florida until September. September, my wife and I will be moving the whole family up to back to Virginia. Well, Suffolk, but like an hour from Virginia. Yeah, okay. Are you looking forward to that? 
Honestly, man, yeah. So this is our first time buying a home, and we're building a whole home. Nice. So, like, we're really excited about it. Oh, Honestly, I, ain't really, I ain't don't really care about going back to the ship, but, I mean, it's, it pays straight, honestly. And I know my family doesn't care, so I ain't really tripping, honestly. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And, you're, I mean, you're, you're a little bit closer to North Carolina where all your teams are, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, are you gonna Go ahead, weather, because, I mean, you're going to make it be an adjustment because you know the weather up in Virginia is a little bit different than Jacksonville, Florida. And how is that going to be? Hey, I ain't even going to lie to you, bro. When I first moved out here from Virginia, like, it just snowed right before we moved out here to Virginia. So I was like, man, I can't wait. Like, I'm going to miss this shit. Well, man, I got to Florida. I ain't seen under, like, 35 degrees in the whole three years I've been here. So, like, even today, bro, it was, like, 80-something today. Wow. I, I ain't gonna lie. I probably cry. It's not going to be enough to snow for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to rebuy a whole lot of winter clothes and all that stuff, man. Yeah, I'm sick. I just bought, like, a whole bunch of anime t-shirts. Like, I probably spent, like, $150 just on anime t-shirts, shorts, and stuff. Just to have to go back up there and have to buy hoodies and sweatshirts. So... You kind of touched on a couple of things I've noticed on your Twitter besides the sports. Is I know you're big at you and Cam always go back and forth about anime, but I also yes, know sir. you you get very animated about Rihanna and get and post some wild stuff on Twitter as well. <laughs> now I hope I'm not making your block hot with your sweet thing in the room, but it was just sometimes I'll be scrolling through through Twitter at work and then all of a sudden something will pop up and I'll be like, yo, I got to keep scrolling because I don't want to get in trouble with that on my screen. <laughs> about anime as you and uh, Cam do, but I'll give you a quick, what would be your top three anime of all time? Oh, Naruto Shippuden, off rip, number one. Okay. not even thinking. Uh, That's also mine. Okay. Yeah, number two is hard because, like, because of nostalgia, you would want to say One Piece because it was, like, a thousand episodes. But honestly, if I was just picking storylines straight, honestly, right now, I would probably pick Attack, Attack on Titan number two just because of the storyline. And my third favorite, uh, I'd probably say 100 x 100 just because, like I said, this the storyline of them are just, is well written. The character development is actually great. Everything about the show just, it's in depth. It draws you in. And in the first, like, three or four episodes of each arc, you're hooked. It's, it's just, it's a well-rounded show all the way around. What is I don't it? Know what Cam's top three is? I'm kind of interested to hear Cam. Yeah. So, what is it that before we get into Tam's top, Cam's top three? What is it that drew you to anime? Because I know it's a genre that there is a big following, but it's one of those either you love it or you kind of just like I watch Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z kind of thing. Like it's <laughs> you're either all in or you've only seen like the 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 small ones that were on Kids WB in the morning back in the yeah. day. So, what was it that drew you to it? It's actually crazy. Like, when I grew up, my pops used to watch Dragon Ball Z when I was little. And so, like, the only thing I ever saw on TV was, like, CNN, sports, or Dragon Ball Z. Like, that was all my pops ever watched. And so, once I got older, I was like, well, now I kind of want to watch different type stuff, like, learning my own stuff. So, I started watching just random, like, stuff here and there. But I only watched, like, one or two episodes. I seen Naruto when I was a little bit younger, but I didn't remember much of it. So, once I actually went on my first deployment in 2014... We were all just sitting like on the mess desk where we eat at. People were just trading hard drives around and trading movies and TV shows. I was like, man, you know what? I should probably just rewatch Naruto. Like, I'm an adult now. It'll mean more to me. And 
I sat in my rack every night for like four months straight, just binge watching all of Naruto, Naruto Shippuden. And as soon as I got back from Columbia, I just watched every anime I could possibly think of. Like okay. that I had heard of or somebody had told me about. I made a list on my phone that was like 116-something long anime. Wow. And I just tried to watch as many as I could, you know, yeah. whenever I had free time. And then Call of Duty consumed my life, so I was like, all right, well, I can take a break. <laughs> <and> well. <laughs> but like now I'm on one of my Call of Duty bins again, so I ain't really been watching anything recently. Okay. All right, so Cam, what are your top three? Top three, um, Naruto Shippuden is definitely number one, um, probably my favorite of all time. Like you said, like the storyline is just really good, um, it keeps you engaged. Also in his top three, uh, Hunter Hunter, uh, that's also in mine. Again, like you said, storyline, it's just very well written, keeps you engaged, it's just really fun to watch. It's also, it's kind of a switch up because it's not so much fighting, it's more of like an adventure, so it's cool to... Like, you can just kind of chill and watch it. Like, you don't have to necessarily be on edge all the time about what may be <laughs> happening next. Um, and then I do love some classic Dragon Ball Z. Um, okay. I yeah. can watch Dragon Ball Z all day long. Like, yeah. All right. All right. Duval, I know you got something. Uh, one I was going to say, I have no interest in anime. <laughs> <laughs> give something a shot so so what would y'all recommend something for somebody that has not watched any much anime that maybe wants to give it a shot or another shot because i can tell you i haven't watched it in 15 20 years yeah uh, honestly man if you ask my personal opinion i'm always going to recommend naruto because to me like i said naruto is just it's the greatest anime of all time just because of the character development like you fall in love with the characters and then the characters that thing or terrible people you end up finding actually have deeper rooted meanings and like the goals and purposes of things they're trying to accomplish you kind of sympathize with them so you're like all right well maybe they're not so bad and it kind of draws you in but for sure if i had to i would probably say all right so i would say understand that obviously in the beginning they're going to be pretty slow but once they do pick up they pick up pretty quick so i mean if if you want longer i would say all right so if you want something shorter then i would say all right Okay. Yeah, it's definitely, you got to give it like a second, because it's the beginning, yeah. you're trying to introduce all the characters, and this, that, and the other, so you got to give it a second, but um, yeah, I would want to percent agree, uh, you got to go to Arthur. Okay. Alright, so I mentioned from the from the top, you know, the big kind of Panther Hornets news, the first big news is LaMelo breaking his wrist, and they just put a big just took the sail, you know, the wind out of the sail for this season. I know they won last night against the Spurs. They still paid a lot of money for some free agents, so they should hopefully still be competing. But West will let you get it from the jump since you're new, your first time. What have you thought so far to Hornets season, and how did that like? What's your what do you think is going to happen now that that basically Lamelo's out? It looks like for four weeks, and then it's a TBD. So I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, just starting from before the season when they signed Gordon Hayward, honestly, I thought it was a dumb signing. <laughs> I used to love Gordon Hayward in Utah. I loved everything about him. I thought he was efficient. I thought he didn't run his mouth. He just played basketball, did what he was supposed to do. Uh, he went to Boston, got hurt, and I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know if he's ever gonna be the same. But honestly, yeah. I can't think that Gordon Hayward has turned out to be a really uh, a productive signing for us, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Terry Rozier, obviously we kind of knew what we were getting because we knew what he was like in Boston when Kyrie was hurt. So we kind of knew what Terry Rozier was going to give us, and I, I figured at some point he was kind of going to start getting more towards that. I know he was kind of slow at the beginning of the year, but obviously he's been picking it up recently. Uh, honestly, though, I'm kind of not surprised, but I'm kind of shocked because, honestly, I didn't think at first that LaMelo was going to get to become a starter as quickly as he was just because of Devontae Graham playing really well last year. Terry Rozier obviously established himself. We paid Terry Rozier a lot of money. So, I mean, I'm kind of surprised. But I will say, since Lamelo has been starting, I think that he's 100% the future of our franchise. Yeah. If we're going to go anywhere, it has to be revolving around Lamelo Gordon and then maybe bringing in, like, Nikolai Vujicic or some type of bigger presence besides this next guy. Yeah. 
that's just not it. I mean, I can't imagine what Lamelo's going to look like with a, a competent five. Like he yeah. makes Biombo, he's going to get Biombo. Biombo's going to get a couple more contracts because of this year he had half year with Lamelo because he actually looks yeah. decent. You know, we know he's bad because we saw him from the Bobcast days. And then before LaMelo got there, then he had that small run with Cam's Raptors is why he got paid by the Magic in the playoffs. He had, a, he, he, he had a, a good little run there, but he can't catch the ball. But LaMelo throws him lobs, and he dunks it, and he plays a little bit of defense. But, yeah, I can't imagine what LaMelo's going to look like with a guy that can actually catch more passes and knows what he's doing on the court. It could be really fun to watch in the future, but the injury just – it was tough. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that's the female, like I said, because for one, I love LaMelo. I love them because I love – people hate LeVar. I love the fact that he has so much faith in his children. His, he oh, came yeah. off the air, Grant, but I do think that having faith in your children gives your children more confidence to do these things whenever they do get the chance. So I love the fact that he pushes LaMelo and Lonzo like he does. But I think, honestly, LaMelo breaking his wrist, it's going to suck. I think he's going to lose rookie of the year now because of that. Uh, I think that regardless, though, in the next five years, Lamelo is going to be a top five point guard in the league in the next five years. In my personal opinion, yeah. probably biased, but I mean, I just <laughs> I feel like he has all the tools to be there. You know? Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I, I kind of hope they. No, 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 my bad. My bad. I kind of hope they recognize everything he did accomplish before he got hurt. Um, because he was clearly the front runner. Like, he leads every single rookie in almost every stat except for, like, blocks. But, um, yeah, I kind of hope looking back they kind of recognize everything he did for, what, 60%, 70% of the season and still do the right thing. Yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I mean, if Anthony Edwards has, like, five more 40-point games, it's going to be hard to combat that. But – if if they don't have if he doesn't have forty point games and they're losing it could grant you know gain steam of like well look this guy was important to the Hornets and if Anthony Edwards slides a little bit but he looks like he's finally figuring things out consistently for him up there in Minnesota that's Duvall's boy Duvall to the day I die is gonna talk about how he wished he wishes we could have got the one pick because his guy was Anthony Edwards and all this stuff so I'm gonna let Duvall chime in now. Yeah, and, and I'm still willing to down that ledge. I'm just saying. I, 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 <laughs> and I think he'll win rookie of the year, but I, I don't have anything against LaMelo Ball. Um, the injury definitely was tough. I mean, you know, I this is just me. I, I would have preferred for it to be his non-shooting wrist yeah. versus his shooting wrist because I don't know how long it's going to take for him to come back from that. And I don't know how bad the the fracture was to his wrist. Like, I mean – it could have just been a little bit, and he'll get back to himself. But but you really never know. Um, but I think he's a player, he's a baller, and he'll recover from the injury. Um, if I was the Hornets, I would go ahead and just go ahead and let him just just wash him for the rest of the year. Because I, what does the, the playoffs start with the middle of May? See, that's what so- I don't. That's what I don't know. I mean, when everyone was saying he's going to miss the rest of the season, I can't recall. Gee, if you want to Google it real quick. I don't know when the playoffs start. Usually it is because it's been a week. It's COVID and stuff. I, don't, I mean, is it middle of May? Is it end of April? I'm not sure. So they said four weeks, and we'll see which four weeks puts us at at the end of April. Um, I could see him, though, Duvall, if somehow he's coming back and, you know, they're in a playoff series, a game three or four, and he's okay coming off the bench. Or if they somehow won a first-round playoff series – and they got in the second round, him coming off, I think that'd be ample time. But I mean, I don't want to count those chickens before they hatch, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, and you and you don't want to rush him back either. No, exactly. I mean, don't, get wrong. Like, you know, don't get me wrong, you need him. But I mean, if you're in a position where you're 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 the you're you're straddling the fence on ninth or tenth seed or, or and, and you only get you only get an eight, but or however many they're doing this year, but like if you if there's an opportunity where they if it's clear cut that they're not going to make it, you might as well watch. But if yeah. there's an opportunity that we can really have a legit shot based off of what we've got and the talent that we got, which I think we can still do if we play it the right way and a lot of guys step up and do what they're supposed to do. I mean, I don't have a problem with bringing him back. I just want him to just be safely back. He's completely healthy. Um, and they're not just rushing him back just because just, just, just for the sake of him being a, a competitor and he wants to play. But yeah, 
it, it definitely it definitely was a blow. Uh, you know, and everybody keeps saying where I, I've seen people talk about how the, the Hornets and North Carolina is just cursed. You know, I, I think it was just a freak accident because I know many a times making a layup or missing a layup and you're just catching yourself or playing any sport, you're trying to catch yourself. The only problem was was he tried to catch himself and he just landed wrong. So yeah, it wasn't, cool. you know, wasn't that outrageous. Duval, Duval, what do I always say about the Panthers, though? Yeah, man. It's, what's our What's our mascot? Isn't it a black cat? Yeah, man. See, so what? I mean, what? <laughs> we cheer for a team whose who's, uh, mascot is a black cat, so I mean. I, I mean, Reggie Miller called Michael Jordan a black cat, too, so. <laughs> you know. Okay, okay, fair you enough. Know, but but, but I, I, I hear you. I just I just hope this isn't like, you know, I, I hope it's, this is the, the sign of a new, new era where things will be okay. Like, you know, we had a couple bumps and bruises. I mean, you got to think about it. Truth be told, we didn't, we were blessed and gifted to get LaMelo Ball. We yeah. weren't thinking we were going to get the third pick Ooh, in the first yeah. place. So, yeah. you know, you know, I, I think we'll, we'll, we'll be okay. He'll bounce back, you know, and he'll get his wrist and shooting as much, you know, rehab and everything they got. He'll be fine. But, yeah. He's you know, not he's, he's 19 and not a 28-year-old star quarterback whose tackles can't block and his shoulders gets blasted by a Cam Steelers on the middle of Thursday night football, and then the coaches, then they rush him back, and then his foot gets hurt in a preseason against a battle line, and then that's, you know, then Luke Keek really tires, and the whole team, now we have Teddy Doodoo Water running it and all that stuff, so I mean, it's, so I know Cam, I, well, Cam just tweeted talking about this uh, Raptors trade. By the way, before you go to that, the yep. playoffs start May 22nd. Okay, end of May. Okay. Yep. May 22nd, got you. Okay. okay. So yep. he could have time of his four weeks, and then it takes him another couple weeks. But like you said, Duval, I think if he's – if we're way out of it, if we fall into the 10th or 11th spot and we're four or five games out and there's four games left or yeah. three games left, there's no point in having to re-aggravate anything. So. It's true. So before we dive into Deshaun Watson's wild shenanigans – Cam wanted to talk about this uh, possible Raptors trade. Are you ready for the Raptors just to go for the lottery now? You got your one championship, and time you know time to just go back to the norm. That not the norm. Don't oh. do me like that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, I'm kind of ready for uh, Kyle Lowry. Just to, this era is just kind of over. I'm ready for Kyle Lowry to go. Go play for a contender. Go play for. Um, either Miami, go play for Philadelphia, he can finesse his way to an L.A. team, whatever it may be. But, um, yeah, it kind of, like, when you see, like, the greatest player of your team ever, you just got a, what, nine-game losing streak at this point. Like, just let that man go. Let him go be great. Cam, you understand who you're talking to, right? Exactly. We've seen <laughs> Kimba go through it. I just went over Cam's scenario. I just went over uh, Luke Keekley's scenario. We've seen all the greats. We had, we had Nick Batum on the on our team. Couldn't get rid of him. Yeah, but he wasn't he wasn't a great player that we we cherished, Jeeves. He was just a trash player. And to, the worst and part about clear, Nick Batum. And to be clear, I don't know if maybe stats wise, Cal Lowry's the greatest player to come out of Toronto. But don't forget about Vince Carter. That, yeah. Cam, yeah, Cam, um, Cam wasn't I even think, born yet when Vince Carter was hooping, oh, no, man. And then you went and then you went from Vince to Tracy McGrady, which I always thought oh. was a wild that's a good little run there. But they couldn't keep no, both no. of them. No. I'm kind of beefing with Tracy McGrady. I don't like the way he went out. What, on the Spurs? Nat, or They lost in the, in the who, Miami when he was on the Spurs team? I thought he got no, I just meant, like, the way he left. Uh, oh, the way he left Toronto. Toronto. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, he didn't. I don't think he ever got a ring. He was on the Spurs team, I think, that lost to the Heat in the finals. Oh, okay. So, Steven uh, Jackson is the one that got one with, Steven, with San Antonio. Then. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And I know Gary Payton got one when he went to Miami on there when they when they went to what they went three or two. 
He was on the end oh, of the bench. Him and Jawan. I think Jawan Howard's got yep. one too. Yep. They were on the end. He had that end. They had that end of the bench that was just like when you would play NBA Live and you would just trade everybody to your team or whatever, and you just had a stacked team <laughs> from top to bottom. That's how that whole bench was on that Miami Heat, like 06 maybe or something, 07. I don't know. I can't remember. They were all old. Yeah. Like, God. Yeah. He was like 40. Yeah, he was, he was the old girl, yep. So, being Panther fans, we, we you know a couple weeks ago we talked about the Deshaun stuff. Now it's coming out. You know, I don't know. We don't have to get into the specifics, or you can if you believe it. You don't believe it. I know it's like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Whatever side you're on, because of yep. the way we're at in this oh. thing. But I do think now that if you're the Panthers, I don't think you can make a trade for them. I think there's so much question marks out there that you've got to now focus on the draft. So, Wes, again, I'll leave it up to you since you're the guest. What do you think – what are your thoughts on the Deshaun thing, and then what do you think is going to happen, you know, they do between now and the draft? Honestly, man, so love Deshaun Watson. I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's extremely talented to be as young as he is. I do think, like you guys said, though, I think that moving forward, whether you believe it or not, you can't trade for him. Not right now. Just this year, what it looks like alone to have – uh, what is it, 22 women out there? Yeah, yeah. 22 yeah. and plus. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was have... seven. No. Nah, oh, it was seven. Yeah. It was like six came out at once and then seven more and then five more yeah. came out or yeah. something like that. Yeah, to it's have, it's up in the 20s. To have that, yeah, to have 22 women in general say that you, you know, said something, you touched them, or they just you just did something inappropriate. To have 22 all say similar stories, I just feel like, whether he did it or not, I just feel like that's a bad look. Yeah. And I feel like, honestly, even before a team could trade for him, I feel like the NFL is going to punish him just to cover their own sake. Yeah. So, like I said, I mean, I, I love Deshaun Watson. Uh, it's hard to say what I think they're going to do, but I do agree with all of you guys. I don't think the Panthers should trade for him. Yeah. Uh, going, speaking about the draft, honestly, I know a lot of people talk about the Panthers draft and offensive linemen. Understand it. I do think that Honestly, depending on what happens, I know that I think I read that the Falcons already paid Matt Ryan or were going to pay Matt Ryan, something like that. I think depending on that, if the Jets are planning on keeping Sam Darnold, I do think quarterbacks, decent quarterbacks will be available. Not a huge Trey Lance fan, not a Mac Jones fan at all. But I do think if you can finesse a way into getting Justin Fields, I think he's talented. I think he has an arm. I think Justin Fields is mobile. I think that that's not a bad look. Uh Honestly, I think Zach Wilson's gone in the top five. Trevor Lawrence probably, obviously, going number one. Uh, I just, I feel like, you know, if you're not going to get an O-lineman, then you might as well go ahead and get a quarterback because, honestly, it's not a lot left in France. Deshaun Watt is pretty much your only hope with everything going on. Wouldn't do it, so I would say they should draft a quarterback first round. So, that's honestly what I think. I, Panthers have never been super huge in the free agency, so up until the draft, they probably won't do anything that shocks me, honestly. Probably just disappoint me, but I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak those things into existence because I'm trying to keep faith, keep my hopes up. But every year they find a way to disappoint me. So, yeah. Yeah, the Deshaun Watson thing is interesting because you brought up a good point to where the NFL, even though when charges aren't in place, they have suspended players. Zeke, Ben Roethlisberger, oh. um, all that kind of stuff, to name a few, to wait and just kind of say, like, okay, well, you brought some of this stuff – whether it be true or not kind of thing. So with that in case, you'd hate to give up three ones and then he's got to be suspended for the first six games of the season. So I think that's kind of – that ship's kind of sailed unless it all gets wrapped up within a month and it's not going to happen. Like these things – civil cases are going to take months and time and time. So on that, I'm with you. Now, I I, I do think quarterbacks are going to slide. Duvall and I have talked about – we. I'm not a big Zach Wilson guy. He just didn't – he didn't do a lot. His O-line was great. And he didn't really beat anybody. But, again, that's not – you know, we saw the Joe Flacco's of the world and the Ben Roethlisberger's come from smaller schools and make plays. But, again, I just not sold on him. Now, Trey Lance, you can then say the same thing. He only played one game. But, to me, he's just an athletic freak. I mean, he's 6'3". Yeah. He runs. He looks the part. You know, I know they got to fix a couple of things. But I think he's the perfect guy to sit. You do the Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes system where you sit behind a guy like Teddy – 
who, even though we don't like him on the field, he seems like an overall good dude. He's not going to talk trash to the quarterback. He's at least going to show up to work and not be grumpy and all that kind of stuff. So they have the right mentor, similar to Alex Smith and Pat Mahomes. You know, the time is in. Now, if Justin Fields slots, I think quarterbacks are going to slot. Now, the other part is, are teams like Denver behind us going to trade up? Are teams, you know, like the Saints or somebody behind us going to make a big move to jump up? That would be the X factor. So do the Panthers then try to jump up to Miami at three or whatever it is? Because I think I'm with you. I don't know if the – I think the Falcons and the Lions are blowing a little smoke, talking about maybe taking a quarterback, but Falcons are still paying – Matt Ryan so much. The Rams, they just traded for golf. I know you can take a quarterback whenever, but they're still paying him an ass load of money. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, and see, I'm, I'm kind of – I'm with you on that. Like, I, I think uh, – like I said, it's hard. It, it's tough to see what's happened with Deshaun Watson, and, and it, it's hard to accept whether it's right, whether it's truthful or not, whether what they're coming out saying is right or wrong. I mean, that's still you. You can't ignore twenty something cases. Like, you yeah, know, that's it's yeah. hard to ignore. Um, you know, so I think you know it. it kind of like Wes said, a lot of things are going to be handled. The NFL is going to do whatever they're going to do. Um, but it, I, I think, kind of to Jacob's point, is I think there will be some teams that will be interested in trying to trade up. And I think if we're sold on Fields or Lance, and if he's able to get. If Fields is, and Lance are sitting there at five or six, we might have to trade up to five or six just to be safe yeah. because they might not make it to eight because there might be a team at 10, 11, and they're willing to – they're saying to themselves, okay, we're not going to be in this position to trade up four or five slots again based off the way that the, the way of our team is being built. So we might just have to do that. If that means we have to give up a third and a fourth and next year's third to get to five or six – to secure whoever it is, whether it's Lance or Fields, which either one of them I'm on for. I, it doesn't really make me a difference. Um, I just think I think if you – I think Fields is a more ready quarterback, but I think Lance has a more upside. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not, saying, not, saying which, not saying one would be better or worse in the NFL. I just think Fields, based off the system, the talent around him, he'll be more set to go. Lance just has so much – so much opportunity to grow. So um, that's where I'm at with it. It's either Fields or Lance. Um, and if for some reason they don't get either one of them, then I'm going to have some questions. <laughs> if I can, real quick, guys. Uh, honestly, it's, I agree with y'all 100%. It's hard for me to like always be supportive of drafting quarterbacks from these major college systems. So while I tend to lean, lean to people like Trey Lance, honestly, even though I'm not a super huge Trey Lance fan, I tend to lean more to players like that because they're not playing behind five-star O-linemen, you know? Yeah. When you go to the NFL, every lineman is not a five-star recruit. Every lineman is not going to be better than, hands down better than every defensive lineman they're going against. Yeah. So, like, you know, when you're playing at the Alabamas and the Clemson and Ohio State, you have the cream of the crop in front of you every single game. So you're never worried about getting hit. You're never worried about throwing under pressure because, like I said, teams, as much as I love Carolina, we're not pressuring Trevor Lawrence at Clemson like, Maybe Trey Lance is getting hit in North Dakota State. So you don't know what it's like to get hit until you get to the NFL. So situations like Trevor Lawrence, we're going to learn a lot about next year because he's going to go from playing on the best team in the country to playing on the worst team in the NFL. So he's going to get hit a lot. And I think that's a a solid as we we feel like kind of like Mac Jones, Alabama quarterbacks, right? They play around the best offensive linemen, the best receivers, some of the best college running backs – and then all of a sudden, you get him in the NFL, and it's like, okay, there's that adjustment. You saw a little bit with Tua. Now, I still think Tua is obviously way better than Mac Jones. But to me, Mac Jones is just similar to the Greg McElroy's, all the guys that came mm-hmm. before him. Couldn't move. But when you got Julio Jones and eight, or not A.J. Green, but Julio Jones and who else they got? Oh, um, all them other. Calvin Ridley. Yeah, all them other Bama receivers that they got. All you got to do is throw it up. And this this past year, you know, Waddle and uh, Devonta Smith and all that. You just had to throw it up, and he, they're going to get it. So that, to yep. me, I would be upset if somehow the Panthers took my man Mac Jones in round one. Now, if they took him in round two, I wouldn't be that mad, depending on what the round one pick was. But if it's if it's somewhere in the first round, I would be highly upset. 
Yeah, that's I, I pray. Honestly, like I said, I'm the exact same way. I've never been supportive of Alabama quarterback. They never pan out. <laughs> just like you said, it's product of playing in the correct system. That's yep. all it is. You playing when you're throwing to ten five star wide receivers. You got thirty five star wide receivers on the roster. The fifth wide receiver is a five star recruit. <laughs> like, like it, it's easy to yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's easy to look good when you got three five star running backs. Like it's, it's easy to look good when you're just throwing slip screens or you're just throwing to downfield and Julio Jones is jumping ten feet in the air over top of everybody catching. Or Calvin Ridley's just running right past them. Yeah, it, it's completely different. Agreed. And and that's yeah. that's why it was so. I was so like you got to think back to when when Cam was coming out of Auburn. I mean, he had really nobody. He basically carried that team. There was yeah. nobody other than one or two guys that were even drafted. Some of those cats that come from like even Mahomes. Mahomes came from Texas Tech. I mean, yeah. I didn't even know who he was. I mean, <laughs> I, do, but I had no idea who he was until he got there. And next thing you know, he's making all this noise. I mean, it's it's. I think I get the the opportunity as far as far as Fields being, I think he'll still thrive if he goes to a team where the team is pretty much stacked or he gets yeah. a team like that because he doesn't have to do that much. But when you have Lance where he's coming from nothing, he was the team. He was running back. He was quarterback. Probably was a receiver sometimes. Like he had to do everything. <laughs> he's got that in his arsenal so that if you put some halfway decent talent around him, oh, okay, well then now he can do something. Yeah. This is what yeah, you, why you think Teddy Bridgewater got paid solely because of the talent he had in New Orleans. The only reason that he was as good as he was in Minnesota was because he handed the ball to Adrian Peterson 40 times a game. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of ways you can look at it. But yeah. it, it, as long as we don't get Mac Jones, I'm cool. Yeah, I agree. Well, I agree. So, so Cam, we'll look, we usually have one AFC North guy on here. Usually it's a Browns guy, but now you're a Steelers guy. I still don't know how you end up being a Steelers fan and a Raptors fan. That's just so random across the board. But, anyway. Swag, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how, what are you, how are you feeling with your old roster and bringing back Juju? Um, Juju, I'm not. I'm kind of indifferent about it at the moment. I'm not necessarily excited about it, um, but I'm also excited about what the alternatives were. Um, as far as the uh, roster goes, we're pretty much we're pretty much close to cat space hell. I think we can all kind of agree with that. Um, and for what I'm reading here, um, just over the past couple of days, it looks like we're taking off the tackle in the very first round. And, then it's going to start looking at some quarterback options, which I feel like we should have, you know, been looking at quarterback options way before now. And we did. Y'all did. You I had you had the the North Ca- North Carolina native zone, old Mason Rudolph up here. North Carolina native zone. Yeah. Mason <laughs> um, right, wasn't so, he from Randolph County or something? He was up here, you know. You know where Randolph is? Randolph what? 20 minutes for my crew? That's what I'm saying. So, uh, That's your boy. Up. That's your boy they had there. No, we not doing that. <laughs> we not doing that. <laughs> we not doing that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, um, I'm, I'm over the uh, Ben Roethlisberger era. I'm just I'm past it now. I'm kind of ready for it to be over. And um, just really looking forward, just for sports in general, just to kind of get back. I've Hold on. I think the the Panthers and the Steelers played this year at. Um, hold on one second. I'm actually looking it up. You gotta ask Jeeves. He's the Google man. Jeeves. Hold on. So the Panthers and the Steelers played this year. I know they so. probably play in the preseason because they damn play every fucking preseason. Yeah, they play every, <laughs> every preseason. Dog. The final, the fourth game, it just flip flops every other year, back and forth, and Carolina and Pittsburgh. Well, regardless if they have if they have that fans would be or not, yeah, if they have fans or not, you can show up here in the in the spot since we do these reaction videos, and then you can you know really put it off. You have a Steelers jersey? I do. Okay, okay, okay. And okay. Antoine, I would be more and, than happy to donate a Steelers jersey. Oh yeah, I mean I can always take more than one player, but I got the Antoine Randall that hasn't made its uh, YouTube debut yet. Okay, okay. I'll be on the lookout. Um, <laughs> no, I do need to catch a, a game live. Um, 
Honestly, the reaction videos may be my favorite piece of content of all the content that you guys do. That that you and the it's whole just, you and the whole YouTube nation out there. <laughs> Man, what, what you got, Jeeves? I'm looking. Hold on. You, you just had to type in 2022 20, Panther not opponents. Look, not look like they played them this year. Oh, okay. Oh, oh man. Uh, we can still make a little pod trip out yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. look like they play them, yeah. yeah. You still got to come over here and, and just catch this L on the couch with us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. I've been training. I'm, I'm in there. I'm ready. I, I, talking about Beer Card, he's talking about watching the Panthers play. Either way, we'll play. We'll play Beerio before and Beerio after. You'll catch L's all over. I mean, like I said, you talk a lot, but you still haven't showed up yet besides the podcast. So until you get enough courage, since you're only 15 minutes away now, you know where the house Ooh. is. The basement door is open. Duval likes to come over and get mad and catch L's. So. <laughs> Well, when you showing up again? Uh, right next time Jacob says something. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, now, now I'll tell you the last time I was over there, just it, it didn't, it didn't go well. But the time before that, I got some wins, and then you got to get Jacob to get up off of that that Mario card, that Mario card. If you have him on some Madden or some NCAA, then we'll see what he talking about. See, you get real quiet when you start talking about that. Duval, I done told you, just like on the St. Patrick's Day one, we could fire it up afterwards, but you sat over in the corner and you kept, you didn't say nothing when I said, let's play. I got two TVs down here. We can make it happen. We, okay. I just said, we got we should try to do a, a stream of one of those as well to open up the broad Nibirio Car Horizons. So. All right, we're we, we going to do that. I want Jeeves first, though. Oh. So I want all that. Door. I want all that. Why would you want that? You know you're going to blow me out of the water. <laughs> So, Wes, I just sent you in your DMs on your Instagram because it wouldn't let me send multiple uh, on your Twitter uh, all our notebook questions. What's so, up? So, you go look through all those, pick a question. It's the uh, Warehouse Distillery. Wine under the bridge, notebook questions. While Wes is looking through that, we'll give a quick shout out to our bracket Sweet 16. Now, I always think it's funny too this time of year when random people find our bracket on Twitter or the internet and join it. And I hope those people don't win. Well, right now we have someone called Steel Luxadonta. Luxa I don't know who that is. Have no idea. But does anybody know what a Luxadonta is? It's an uh, African. It's an Af- African elephant. Really? I looked really? it up today. It's really? supposed. It's like the meaning of like a strong African elephant, but they <laughs> have hidden their email, so I have no idea who this person is. So if you're listening, let me know because if you somehow win and you want this prize pack, you got to at least make yourself known. So they are currently in first. Megan Helm is in second. Brittany McKinney in third. Patrick C is in fourth. Kevin Petriel is fifth. Amy Hurley sixth. Brittany Enard seventh. Levi McGuire eighth. Jerry Kanzler, 9th. Eddie Hutto is 10th. John Wagner is 11th. Jacob Kanzler is 12th. Alex Sharon is 13th. Jordan Jenkins, Chris Mikan's girlfriend, is uh, 14th. And then uh, Michael Barrel and Bourbon is 15th. And David Russell is 16th. And then the rest of us are all somewhere at the bottom around there as well. But, yeah. I think, uh, I think I saw Cam. He was at uh, 19th. Well, there you go, Cam. I was mistaken. So you, you just couldn't go two more to put the boy in there. Hey, hey, you know, we'll just keep it at a sweet 16 since we got sweet 16 left. Yeah, Ken, you're zero ducks given, right? Zero ducks given. That's yeah, correct. you're, you're uh, tied for 19. All right, all right. I can't remember who said it, but I also need Gonzaga to win it all because if Gonzaga wins it all, there's still hope for me. Nah, but see, that's the problem is if Gonzaga wins it all, number one right now, still Luxadon is going to win it all because they have Gonzaga and they have the most possible points remaining. Yeah. Got you, got you, got you. So, now, if y'all – somehow, I don't know his other bracket, but we'll see how – I said there's still a lot of movement to be had, but – Oh. Nah, I need that because I was talking spicy on Twitter about yeah. picking my shirt up in person. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I think G, I think Jeeves just had to poop his pants, so he ran off set real quick. Wait, what? Y'all didn't see that? He's like, "I'll be right back." 
Oh. <laughs> oh, what was I doing? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Chiefs just left it quick, boy. He had that hustle like, yo, man. <laughs> man. He must have had that. He must have. He must have. <laughs> he didn't even put his. He didn't even put the joint on mute or nothing. He just left it out here. <laughs> he just gave it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Gotta go. Went to like went went to went to fart and was like, oh no, oh no. But Cam, man, so, when are you gonna get over here, man? Um, I'm gonna let you pick the day. All right. So Wes, did you that find a question? Be, that could be Saturday. I gotta pick one of the ones that's not checked off already, right? Correct. All right, yeah, man. I'm gonna do on the first page. It was towards your perfect Saturday kind of stuff. Okay. Just to kind of give you guys things I like, I would probably wake up at like six a.m. go fishing for like two hours. All right. Uh, after I go fishing, I would probably come home. My wife would cook chicken wings. I would eat lots of chicken wings. Uh, I probably binge watch some anime for like three hours. Then I'll probably just play Call of Duty and Call of Duty. That'd probably be my perfect Saturday. Okay. If I couldn't play, if I couldn't physically, like, if we're still in a pandemic. If we're not in a pandemic, I'd spend half of my day playing basketball. Just okay. depends on the day. Okay. So, we didn't touch on it earlier. You you mentioned it, how you were a big Call of Duty person. Real quick, what was your favorite Call of Duty, your favorite version, iteration? Because now I feel like there's 27 million of them out there. What's your favorite iteration, and now, like, what still drives you to compete in that? I ain't gonna lie to you, so growing up, Modern Warfare 2 has always been my favorite Call of Duty. Hell yes. But yeah, honestly, like, it's that and Black Ops 2, I can go back and forth with. I love both of them. Modern Warfare 2 is personally my favorite. Black Ops 2 is, like, tied right behind it, just because, like, the nostalgia of playing it. Yeah. Like, sometimes when I go home, my little brother still got his Xbox 360. I still get on his job just to play Black Ops 2, bro. <laughs> uh, honestly, so one of them, too, and then what just drives me, honestly, the 12-year-olds. Like, the 12-year-olds in the party chat is probably the only thing that's driving me. But I still, get, I still get cussed out by 12-year-olds on a daily basis. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> now, did you finally get, weren't you on the hunt for a PS5? Yeah, man, it's crazy. So I actually got one. I got mine last September, like the day they first released them, like right after the PS5 reveal. Yeah. I just so happened to be on Twitter, and uh, one of my shoe links actually posted the link for the PS5. Like, I told my wife, like, hey, I'm saving up. I haven't done it all year. Like, I already saved my bread. When the PS5 comes, I don't want it no talking. I'm just going to buy it. And so I was in my room. I was actually in my bathroom cleaning, and, uh, Somebody texted me and was like, hey, they better start doing, like, links. I was like, all right, for sure. So I turned my notifications on, like, all the little PS5 things I say. As soon as the link posted, I went straight to Target and bought it. Like, didn't even think about it. And so I just, like, I was excited to shit. wasn't even paying attention. I just went in there, and, like, my wife was sweeping the, the kitchen. And she was like, we're so happy about it. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably should have asked you first. But uh, <laughs> I just bought a PS5. <laughs> No, that's a it's a matter of moments. You can't wait. You can't. Yeah, you can't fumble around there. You got to commit. Yeah. I want to tell him, man. I'd rather you know go ahead and let you cuss me out now and be happy for the next five years. You know, cuss me out. I'm sorry. I take this one for once. <laughs> so you got it. It came and delivered. It working good. Yeah, man. Honestly, I love it. Honestly, like the actual graphics and gameplay. The graphics are crazy, but the gameplay itself is not. Anything super miraculous, like it's not a super huge difference from the PS4. Honestly, I think people are just rushing to get them just to say they have them. Yeah. But the only thing I can say that I really do like is when you're playing any type of game, like campaign, like so if I was playing Call of Duty, there's legit no load times for any of the screens by transition. So as soon as you hit X, it's going directly into a game. Wow. But that's just pretty cool. The online thing, obviously, they still got to have loading because everybody's loading in a lot. But yeah, it's, it's nothing. I love it. Nice, nice. I know Duvall's. Yeah, Duvall's the only other person I know who's got a PS5. So y'all both got the both your shoe links got you the PS5 links. It's a very similar story to do how Duvall got his PS5. Yeah, that, that was very. It's very similar, man. But uh, but yeah, I love it too. Um, now I was gonna ask you because I know you mentioned Call of Duty. 
do you what do you think of the newest one? Because I got the what is it, the Modern Warfare now, like the kind of like the I guess like the remake. Because they got some of the same maps from the original, yeah. which is still decent, but I, I actually like it. Honestly, man, I love Modern Warfare. Like Cold War, I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, I played it for a little bit just because they had brought back some of the Black Ops Two maps. Like they had Raid, they had Express, they had Nuketown on Cold War for a little while. Yeah. So I played it on there, but honestly, Modern Warfare, I play almost like anytime the kids go to sleep. If I'm awake after they go to sleep, I'm going to play Modern Warfare. I love it. I think the guns are great. I think the maps, them bringing back like Rust, I think it's probably one of my favorite things of all Call of Duty. They brought back the uh, police back lot from, I can't even remember which Modern Warfare, but well, I love it. Honestly, this might be in my top three Call of Duties of all time. Yeah. And that's hard because I've been playing since like oh five oh six. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice. All right. So Jeeves, the question was, what was your, what would be your perfect uh, Saturday? Like your perfect Saturday consists of, and that was from I think Travis Matthews added it from a couple weeks ago. Uh, mine would be. I mean, I mean, we do it now, just like brewery hopping, and then like. Chilling in a basement, um, playing video games with everybody. Uh, um, if, besides that, just chilling at the house, playing video games here by, the, by myself. But I'd rather be, play with play with other people around me. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'd probably say. I mean, factor in now having kids and everything. So if you do a complete one, probably getting up, doing something with them, and then. Probably throwing something on the grill, getting up early, throwing like a shoulder or some ribs, some chicken, something on the grill, let it sit there, smoke for a while, while also hanging out with the kids and everything. And then, you know, about mid-afternoon, everybody comes over, get a little day drinking on. And then, you know, Duvall comes over, he takes lots of L's on the Birio cart. And then then he, 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 he tries to win so bad by having to incorporate shots into it just so he can have an advantage, and I still whoop him when that happens. So, you know, just handing out lots of L's on that. And then, you know, probably ending the night, I don't know, it might be early morning because the way we roll, it might be... Depending on who comes over, if Yuri comes over, you know, he's got the hookah, and then we're up till 4 a.m., and the sun is rising, and then so, so you know, it's different when we start hitting 30, where it's more of like you want to sit, sit at the house and hang with friends than really go out. Now, if it was like Wes talked about pre-pandemic, maybe throw a little Saeed's in there, throw a brewery hoppy in, and then come back over to finish the night, but, so, I'll go with that. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh... I'll go next. I would say, like, guess, like, a, this is, like, current state, like, perfect Saturday. Uh, I, you know, get up. Uh, as y'all know, I'm a runner, so I run a few miles about 7, 30, 8 o'clock, come back, shower, have me a nice breakfast, and then I'll start, probably start drinking, too, probably around 11, 12 o'clock, <laughs> sit around the crib. I play I play a lot of, a, a lot of 2K, because I'm a 2K guys, so I play 2K, little Call of Duty as well, uh, and then kind of similar to y'all, like you know, if we could get, the, what would be nice, like have like a late Saturday night podcast that would be like random, like kind of like spur the moment with all of us, uh, you know, a couple of other fellas, we could all come together and just shoot the breeze and, and just talk for hours and drink, and then add incorporate video games if, if we're at Jacobs doing basement shit or something like that. Um. Yeah, and then end up at like going to get like cookout at like twelve yeah. o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. So that 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 would, that would be it for me because you know you got to eat something good. Yeah. Like that. Now Duvall, you're still on your little uh fast or whatever it is. Yeah. Are you yes. are you ready for that cookout late at night coming up soon? You got like two weeks man, left. Man, listen, I got it, it ends Good Friday, so I got a, about a little over a week and a half. But uh, man, the first thing I to be honest with you, the first thing I want is pizza. Like I gave up bread too, yeah. so man, I just want some pizza, man. I, I I don't even care about. Don't get me wrong, I love some wings too, and I would love some burgers. And some, well, I don't eat a lot of red meat anyway, but like a chicken sandwich or something. I just want a I just want a nice loaded piece. Okay. That's all I want, man. What you, you know, use so going yeah. pepperoni or what you throwing on a pizza? 
And you know me, I'm gonna still be kind of healthy, so it's gonna probably gonna be all veggies. Okay. But still, it, I just I just want that that the, the veggie piece. And then I, I'll I'll do some some boneless wings, uh, or or some something like that. Man, I'm cool with that. That would be that'd be ideal. Okay. I'll be eating some wings as I'm giving y'all L's and Madden or whatever the hell we playing. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cam. Yo, yo. Um, probably get up mad early. I like to hoop in the morning. I like it when, like, it's kind of like that crisp morning air. So I probably get up early. Uh, get a nice little hoop session in. Uh, come back, take a quick shower. Catch up on pretty much all my shows, whatever I happen to be watching at the moment. Uh, after that, like you guys said, probably start a little day drinking. Um, you know, when the weather is right and, you know, we kind of open everything back up, you know, hop around a couple different places. And then kind of follow the suit again. Like just link back up with the fellas, maybe watch a game. Um, like, imagine we just all link up, we watch a Hornets game. Everyone's drinking. You got a little side TV for your games or whatever you may want to play on the side. Like I said, that late night cookout run, get that Oreo milkshake, we lit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, man, I don't know. Some of y'all like to gamble with milkshakes after drinking all day. That just sounds like my stomach going to be doing double flips. Yeah. Now, see, I just turned 20, what? I just turned 26. I can still risk that. You know what I'm saying? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I had the other the other day. I can't remember what I had, but it hit me at like two, three a.m. My stomach was like, "Yo, man, you thirty one now. I don't know why you out there trying to eat like this." <laughs> I was in there hurting. I was. T- I had to go chug like half a thing of Pepto Bismol. Oh man, I can't be. I got to. St- oh, that's what it was. I drank. I drank like a little bit of beer. Then I had drank some wine. Then I had some. So I admit, and then I had like some Ooh. seltzers. And my stomach was like, yo, you can't be, you got to stick to one or maybe two different beverages alcohol-wise. You can't be putting in four or five anymore. You're going to be up all night on the commode, so. And hurting, too. Yeah, hurting. And I also commend y'all for, for, for those early hoop sessions because I remember before I, like, just really hung it up, man, that, that five, like, I remember I used to hoop at, like, 5.36 to, like, 8. 8.30 on, like, Saturday mornings, talk about some yes, good run. Yeah, As you know, all, all the crazy people that come to hoop, they not up at 6 o'clock hooping because they still sleep. So you yeah. really ain't got to, yeah. It's just, it's, and you know you and your mid-20s, so you really ain't trying to deal with that. You're just trying to hoop. You're trying to get your cardio in. Yeah, I'm trying to be in, have some fun, get hip yeah. yeah. yeah, so I, I commend y'all for that. That, that was the best run, man, because you get up and then – feel so accomplished, man. You just hoop for two hours and it's 8 o'clock? Oh, all day. whole day, man. Yes. As long as you don't partially tear your Achilles, Duval. Yeah, but hey, once I did that, that was it. That was it. <laughs> yeah. Are you talking Achilles hooping? Yeah, yeah. I tore it. I tore my ACL hooping. So I feel oh, God. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> hey, Kevin left. He done left. You know, he, he, he got so embarrassed. He left. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> he was like, I tore my ACL. Then that was it. He was yeah. out. Was... <laughs> nah, man. Yeah, see, yeah. Y'all, y'all still young. Y'all got it. Yeah. See, that's where I'm like, we have these conversations. You start hitting that age where it's not it's not funny games when you have to go to work on crutches or one of them little rolly bikes. I'm like, oh, why'd you tear your ACL? Why'd you tear your Achilles? Oh, I was just like playing backyard football or something. And they're like, "It's cool when you're 16, but when you when you're 30, they're like, nah, man, go ahead, your PTO gonna run out. You better keep it going." <laughs> they start looking at you a little different. Yep, yep. So, all right. Well, anybody got any uh, final thoughts? Final. I do. I do. I do. All right. What you got? So, in honor of this being the Beards Watch, um, I'm not I'm sure you guys probably talked about it since the last time I was on, but House of Dragons is um, coming up. I just wanted to know, are you guys excited for it or something So, Duvall still has my, all my whole Blu-ray collection to catch up on Game of Thrones. <laughs> so, I can speak for him on that. For me, yes, I am excited. I mean, obviously, the podcast was named after the Night's Watch, the Beer's Watch, as it was two dudes who had beards that started it. Um so I we we do plan on doing those uh, episode reviews and breakdowns again once that comes back. But yeah, I'm definitely excited. I mean, they can't 
they can't fuck it up as bad as the, the final season, right? So facts. It can't. Facts. It can't be worse. It can't be worse than that. It's all new people. Um, it seems like they're taking their time with it. They're not rushing it. So absolutely, it, I am excited for it. But I don't want to get. You know, I can't look too far in the future. There's still so much stuff going on right now, but I am excited for it. Yeah. All right, all right. I'll chill out. I'll chill out. <laughs> no, that's good. Wes, are you a Game of Thrones guy? No, I am. Honestly, I feel the exact same way. I just feel like there's no way they can fuck it up worse than how they fuck it up already. That's just, honestly, I had so much hope for season eight, and yeah. I was so heartbroken. Yeah. And to me, the worst part for season eight was like I, tr- I I just try to take it all in the first burn and just enjoy it without critiquing it too much because I just wanted to enjoy it. But then after the fact, when you really start thinking about it is where I really got mad. Like I'm one of those people yeah. where like the more I think about something, the madder I get and the more mad and the more like you just started realizing how they rushed through it and how. And then once you find out like HBO was like, nah, here's a blank check. You could have done three more seasons and you're like. Now I'm really mad because y'all rushed Thanks. it for eight episodes when this the whole the greatest part about this series was they drew stuff out. Some of it was a little long in the middle, but still the the long plays that were in this whole show are what made it. And then they rush it. That's what really got me at the end was just like I said, thinking back over it was just you get more upset and more upset. So, but I mean it's like a drug. We'll be back at it once House of Dragons hits. And. As you say, Cam, our reaction videos, that still is our biggest, I think, like 270,000 views. The first reaction video we did of episode three from the final season. So we will we will be back trying to do those reaction videos as well because that seems to be the, the hot content that people love is us just being semi-buzzed and screaming at a TV. <laughs> so, all right, Jeeves Duvall, final thoughts? No, man, thanks as always, man. It's always fun, man. Wes, nice to nice to meet you. Cam, good to see you again. And, and yes, sir. Likewise. One day, Cam will show back up to play some burial cart, you know. I'm telling you, Saturday, what's up? All right, I'll holler at you Saturday. Duval, we already said Saturday, so I know it takes you about three days to be pencil us <laughs> in. You, can, you ain't a day before person, so. Yeah, yeah okay, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that though. You know, gotta have a couple days in advance. I need to get the rest of my weekend order. I gotta make sure my social timer right for Saturday. Oh, Duval <laughs> is notorious. Where I know if I hit him up the day before or day of, he's like, "All right, I'll see what I can do." If I get the, I'll see what I can do. I'm like, "Nah, he ain't coming. He ain't coming. Keep it moving." I'm like, "I appreciate you being nice about it, not just saying, nah, I ain't coming.' But I know the lingo now." So that's why if I'm doing anything on Friday or Saturday, it's got to be at least Tuesday or Wednesday to say, hey, Duval, we plan on doing this. Just, you know, keep it in pencil. You can erase it if you need to, but we'll be over here cracking some cold ones. So there we go. Let's see if Cam can show up Saturday. I think Saturday we can make that a little bit possible. So, Yeah, I'm in there Saturday. All right. Wes, I wish you could come, but you're in Florida, so. But I, I, appreciate, you, I appreciate you sliding through, man. It was good meeting you. And chopping it up, and I'm sure we'll be interacting more on Twitter once this Hornet season and Panther season come going. Oh, of course, man. I really appreciate you having me. All y'all are cool as hell. I hope the next time I get to Carolina, I get to get up and reach me. Y'all at least one time, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Got to make that happen. Yep. All right, and we'll see. I'm going to put Cam on the spot. Cam, how do we end the podcast? Oh, dang, you put me on the spot? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. I ain't got it, bro. I'm going to be honest. All right. With you. <laughs> Duval, man, how do we end the podcast? We ain't where we want to be, but we've made it this far.